Welcome back. Today was supposed to be a big day in Wellington history. The 27th of September was the opening of the $1.25 billion Transmission Gully Road. In and out of Wellington, the 27-kilometre motorway was started planning in 1919. Yes, you heard it right. The Evening Post reports a proposal by Otaki MP William Field for an inland motorway from Paikokariki to Parramatta, the earliest known record of a proposal, roughly resembling today's version of the road. It's been marred with overcost, late dates and everything in between. The excuses come thick and fast. The slow delivery for the slow delivery of the four-lane motorway we have been waiting for. The road builder advised the alert three and four restrictions and supply chains have caused the issues. Lockdown have affected their ability to meet the contractually agreed opening dates. I've been joined this morning by Anita Baker, the Mayor of Porirua, and the Transport New Zealand Chief Executive, Nick Leggett. Nick, let's start with you. How frustrated has your organisation been over the opening date? Well, more, more in Nick. It's uh, great to be with you and Anita. I, um, I think that, that our, our industry, which is the trucking industry, uh, is, has been as frustrated as every motorist that needs this really critical piece of roading to be completed. Um, I mean, we've been waiting many decades, as uh, you've uh, so accurately pointed out, um, but, you know, for, for the movement of freight in and out of Wellington on a safe uh, piece of highway uh, to get to the ferry, to get to the Hutt Valley, to those industrial areas of the Hutt Valley and Porirua and Granada, it's, it's, it's a critical piece of infrastructure. And if you think about the amount of people that have, have died and been injured along the coastal route over the years and the congestion that's been caused, particularly through Porirua, this is, uh, this is a much-needed bit of infrastructure. But if somebody said to me, a couple of weeks ago, a very wise person said, but we're going to be forgiving when this opens because yeah. we've, we've been waiting so long. Um, but the cost and the time um, that it's taken, I think, are unacceptable. Anita, your thoughts? Oh, I agree with Nick, actually. Um, it's frustrating from our point of view just because we have our link roads as well ready to go and we're itching to get those open. Um, and they all join in. And, you know, we had businesses move to Porirua, like Elsco, to get on the, the Kenaparu ramp and zip up to Palmerston because they go there daily. So those things are you know, frustrating from their point of view for for um, something that was going to open sooner, and it just hasn't. So you're disappointed from that point of view, but I really just want a date out of them. Anita, you, you, you more than anybody else, Anita, by being mayor of Porirua, you will know about when it's going to open. I wish that was true, and I have absolutely none, no idea. Our link roads have to be open the day before TG opens, um, and I look at the roads, and neither of them are ready at the moment. They, they haven't got any lines or anything like that on them. They're not completely paved. So I, I, I have no more indication than Nick or anybody else, unfortunately. Nick, what are you hearing? What's your gut telling you? What are your people telling you? Well, um, look, I think this touches on a big problem. This has been a dysfunctional project from the start, Nick. And, uh, you know, obviously I was mayor of Porirua when, when it was started and, and look, they had some great people working on this road from Australia, from around the country, but they didn't last long. And, you know, I think that was just, there was dysfunction with the road builder, with the model, and it's, it's, that, that hasn't improved, you know. And, and what worries me is that there could be outstanding planning requirements 
the last thing we've heard, which is just a rumour, but I've, I mean, I'm keen for Waka Kotahi, the transport agency, to confirm or deny it, is that there's a lack of bitumen uh, available in New Zealand to finish sealing, and we've heard that that's the delay. I don't know if that's true, but uh, let them deny it if, it if it's not true. Anita, have you heard the same thing? I haven't, but I've seen the plant at um, Pauahatanui going 24-7. Other places can't get bitumen, no, because it's being used at Transmission Gully. So I'm guessing there is a shortage, a lot, like most places at the moment, unfortunately. Do you think that this public-private partnership, Anita, has worked? Do you think that the idea behind it has worked? No, personally, I don't. Um, I look at the old days when they used to build them uh, without these sort of partnerships, and you, they pretty much got built quite quickly. And I look at our local tr- contractors who worked really hard, who could have been working. So um, it's now up to them to, to fix this road. So I don't think the partnership has worked very well. Um, and, and the cost with all the com- different compliance rules, and every time we've had a delay in COVID, it costs us more, so the council gets hit again. So not from my point of view, no. Nick, and you, you, you've told us you were the mayor when it was all put together. Your thoughts on whether the partnership has worked? Uh, I, I think I've got questions over that, really. I mean, we'll wait and see the reviews. Of course, there are people with ideological opposition to public-private partnerships. I don't have that. I, I, want, I want partnerships and, and, and structures that actually help us build infrastructure faster and better. And that's a big problem we've got in this country. Because, you know, if you think about all the things the government have announced, I mean, we need skilled people, we need engineers, we need a a skilled labour force who can get these projects working so they don't end up eating their own heads off with additional costs because of delays. So we've really got to get, we've got to understand what the problem is here and we've got to open the country up as well, that might help, but to get skilled people in. And, um, you know, we, we, we need the Otaki to live in, North Road to, 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 to sort of complete the, um, the, the, the network. But the other thing, Nick, and I'll give it a plug here, and I, I'm pretty sure Anita might agree with me, we need the Petoni to Granada link road. That's the missing link for the Wellington region. And, and I'll tell you why. Because on Transmission Gully, within a, you know, it, could be a, it could be a few months or hopefully, a few, not, hopefully it'll be a few years, there, there is going to be congestion building up at London again because where the, where the current state highway meets the new Transmission Gully Road, we tried to get um, additional lanes put in along there, but we were voted down by the mayoral forum. Waka Kotahi, the transport agency, knew about that problem. They, they wanted to add a slip road last year, but they couldn't find a contractor. So it's not, this is not going to solve all our ills. I, I want to I put that in, in perspective for people. It's going to be fantastic. I think people are going to get a real thrill out of driving over it. But, but it's not going to fix anything. It's, it's, it's not going to okay. fix all our ills. All right. I appreciate both of your times. Uh, uh, I'm looking forward to it actually opening up.